Hey fam, hello, hello, hello family. This is just a small disclaimer. I'm recording this the um, day after I posted this. But family, I want to tell you, cause um, just to make it clear, just to make it clear. First Timothy chapter eight, verse 10 says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money, okay? Having money isn't evil. It's the love of it. It's the lust for money that is the root to all evil. I just want to make that clear. Go ahead and finish listening to this family. I pray that you are blessed by this. I love you, but let's not forget, most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. The next thing y'all going to hear is just starting this word. Get into it. Get your Bibles out. Bye. Hey fam, hello, 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 family. It seems like it's been a minute since your sis was blazing in your speakers, okay? But she here now, nevertheless, nevertheless. Family, this is what I've been hearing all day, and the Lord has told me to come on here and bless y'all, okay? And what I've been hearing all day, let's go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 11. And it says, who told you that? Who told you that? And the Lord been saying to me to come to his people and ask, who told you that? Who told you that you wouldn't amount to nothing? Who told you that you can't get married? Who told you that nothing good comes from where you live? Who told you that? Who has told you that? Who has told you that God has forsaken you? Who has told you that you are sick? Who has told you that? Who told you that... This this disease will end terminally. Who has told you that? Who has told you that, family? Who has told you that you are not beautiful? Who has told you that? Who told you that? I want you to ask yourself right now. Who has told you what your, what your, what your sexuality is? What you should identify as? Who has told you that? Who told you that? Family, who has told you that? Ask, I want you to really sit there and ask yourself, who told me that? Was it the Spirit of God? Did the Spirit of God tell you that? Or let's go down. It says, let's go down to um, verse 13. Because then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. The, the, the serpent deceived me. Have you been deceived by the serpent? Has the serpent deceived you? What have you done? The Lord is asking you, what have you done? Now it's time to have a moment to say, who has told me this? Have you eaten of the, of the tree of the fruit that he commanded you not to eat? Have you gone against what God's word is? Have you gone against his commandments? Have you done it? Who told you that? Have you have you tasted the forbidden fruit? It's time for you to ask yourself. This is a banger, family. Listen, this is a banger. Who has told you? Who has told you? Have you touched that tree that the Lord commanded you not to eat of? Have you did it? Have you did it? Who, Jesus? 
Oh, because, oh, Jesus. It says, because you have done this, you are cursed. Who? Because that's, that's when he was, he was handing out the, um, the judgment. But I want to tell you something. Have you been cursed? Have you been cursed? Family. I want to, um, this, this, listen, we want to just follow the leading of the spirit family. I want to talk to you, especially about, um, the Zodiac signs, like astrology. I want to talk to you about the angel number. I want to talk to you about, um, what else? What else is the Lord? Oh, I knew somebody was going to call. Hold on family. Hold on. Hold on. My bad family. Yes, it's says be unless she be a little book. She be a little book. I ain't that book, but I'm a little book. <laughs> well, family, I'm about to stomp on that serpent neck, okay? Because we about to talk about astrology. We about to talk about that angel number. We about to talk about um them tourist cards. We about to talk about it, family. Because let me tell you something right now. In the name of Jesus, you have been lied to and bamboozled, and your sis. Right now, by the power of God, has come to bring you this word because the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. Because a lot of you, under the sound of my voice, have been cursed. Who? Hallelujah. Some of you, under the sound of my voice, has been hoodwinked. Hallelujah. Ain't that the word? You've been bamboozled. Do you hear me? But your sis is coming through. She coming through with that come through. Okay, period. Period. So, let's go to... um. I want to read to you Daniel chapter 2. And we're going to read Nebuchadnezzar's dream. One night during the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had such disturbing dreams that he couldn't sleep. He called in his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers, and he demanded that they tell him what he had dreamed. As they stood before the king, he said, I have had a dream that deeply troubles me, and I must know what it means. Who Jesus. Let me tell you something, right? In first Samuel. Chapter 15, verse 23, it says, rebellion is as a witchcraft, okay? Being rebellious is as of witchcraft. And anybody who will try to bring forth a word, anybody that will try to speak into your life, if they do not have a relationship with the Father, they are re- being rebellious when they are speaking to you. They are operating in witchcraft when they are speaking to you. Do you hear what your sis is saying, family? Hallelujah. Praise God, because he about to come through and set you free. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. Once the Spirit of God frees you. Don't you go back into your vomit. Don't return back. Don't look back. You heard what happened to Lot's wife. If you didn't, she turned into a pillar of salt. If you didn't know. Okay? If you didn't know. Okay? But you see how he called in his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers, and he demanded them to tell him what he had a, what he had a dream about. He said, y'all tell me what I had a dream about, and then y'all can interpret it, right? And you have went to the, to, 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 I want to say these depths of hell. That's what I want to say, because they out here doing the devil's work when they lying to you. You have went to people to ask for answers. You have sought after what you thought is, is the truth. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. You have opened the door for Satan to walk in and his imps to walk in. Do you know that? Do you know that once you have went and you went and received these things from these people that you have opened 
opened the door to witchcraft over your life. Yes, you might have thought, and I use this term very loosely, you might have thought that you've manifested things. Hallelujah, but let me tell you something. Them demons that you opened the door to have went before you, and they have set up a plan to destroy you. Your sister's speaking the truth tonight, and your spirit is bearing witness with what I said. Hallelujah, because let me tell you something. God says, for I know the plans that I have for you. He says, for I know the plans that I have for you. Do you hear your sis? Do you hear her? Do you hear her today? Who Jesus? For he knows the plans that he has for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And you cannot find that in no man. Your future is the Lord's work. Do you hear me? Somebody telling you what the Lord said. That is by the spirit of God. And if that person is denying Jesus, they don't have the spirit of God in them. Do you hear me? Who Jesus? Hallelujah. Lord, have your way. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, move. You know what your children need to hear, Father. Use me in the name of Jesus, Lord. Who? Because we setting the captives free today. Who? And he demanded that they tell him what he had dreamed. As they stood before the king, he said, I have had a dream that deeply troubles me, and I must know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king and Aramic, Long live the king. Tell us the dream, and we will tell you what it means. But the king said to the astrologers, I am serious about this. If you don't tell me what my dream was and what it means, you will be torn limb from limb and your houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. But if you tell me what I dreamed and what the dream means, I will give you many wonderful gifts and honors. Just tell me the dream and what it means. They said again, please, your majesty, tell us the dream and we will tell you what it means. The king replied, I know what you are doing. You are stalling for time because you know I am serious. When I say, if you don't tell me the dream, you are doomed. See, you see how Nebuchadnezzar, he still, he still, even though he went about it the wrong way, even though he was dabbling in witchcraft, he had enough wisdom to know, hold up. If I give you too much, you're able to deceive me. Who? But I need to tell you something, right? The Bible states that Satan walks around like a roaring lion seeking for who he can devour. Do you hear me? It's scriptures that's in the Bible where it says when a, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it'll go out into the desert and find no rest. So that then the evil spirit be like, I'm going to go back to my home because the, they make... The Lord's temple. They'll try to make his temple a den of thieves, right? So I bring this up to you, right? Because even if a person might know a little bit about you, you gotta you gotta have the discernment to see, hold up, wait a minute. Because if the enemy's running around like a roaring lion seeking for who he could devour, that means he knows a little bit about me if he's been studying me. Do you hear me? If he has been studying me, he knows enough about me. Do you hear me? To be able to go tell one of his imps, to go tell one of his false servants what to say to deceive you but that's why you gotta be careful you gotta know you gotta know that you know that listen here i ain't i ain't fooling with you if if you don't have a relationship with jesus if the holy spirit hasn't led me into this i don't want no part of it who in the name of jesus let me tell you something family this is hype today because i'm Stomping that lion serpent. Who I'm stomping him because he's a liar. And the oh, he is just a liar, y'all. He's just a liar. 
So you have conspired to tell me lies. You see how Nebuchadnezzar said, so you have conspired to tell me lies, hoping I will change my mind. But tell me, listen, I can feel it right now. Hallelujah. You know, it's somebody listening to this and you know what I'm saying to you is the truth. And the Lord has stopped me right here to tell you, you know what his daughter is speaking to you is the truth. Hallelujah. Don't harden your heart. Come to the Lord and repentance. Ask him for forgiveness because your spirit is bearing witness that you know this is the truth. You know what is being read to you out this living word is the truth. Who Jesus? Who Jesus? Who? And then tell me, and then I'll know what you can, I'm sorry y'all, and then I'll know that you can tell me what it means. The astrologers replied to the king, no one on earth can tell the king his dream and no king, however great and powerful has ever asked such a thing of any magicians, enchanters, or astrologer. Let me read that to you one more time. One more time. It says, the astrologers reply to the king. So the astrologers know that they are some liars. Because listen to what they said. No one on earth can tell the king his dream. No one on earth can tell the king his dream. No one on earth. Does God live on the earth or is the heavens his throne? Is heaven his throne and the earth his footstool? Come on, stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. And it says, has ever, it says, um, and no king, however great and powerful, has ever asked such a thing of any magician, enchanter, or astrologer. The king's demand is impossible. No one except the gods can tell you your dreams. And they do not live here among people. I want to, I, this, is just, this is just a little side note. It's only one God and his name is Jesus. Okay, that's it. That's all I want to say. That's it and that's all. It's only one God and his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. I said it and I said it again. I'll say it one more time in case you didn't hear me. There's only one God and his name is Jesus. Okay. The king was furious when he heard this and he ordered that all the wise men of Babylon be executed. And because of the king's decree, men were sent to find and kill Daniel and his friends. Who? Okay. It says when Ariok, the commander of the king's guard, came to kill them, Daniel handed the situation, handled the situation with wisdom and discretion. He asked Ariok, why was the king why has the king issued such a harsh decree? So Ariok told him all that happened. Daniel went at once. See, Daniel used the wisdom. Daniel didn't just hop into his flesh. He used the wisdom because God will give you wisdom. He will not rebuke you if you ask him. If you ask him for the wisdom, he will give it to you. Okay. Daniel went at once to see the king and requested more time to tell the king what the dream meant. Then Daniel went home and told his friends, Hananiah, Michelle, Michelle, and Azaria, what had happened. He urged them to ask the God of heaven to show them his mercy. But you, you see, you see, you see, he said he urged them to ask the God of heaven of heaven to show them his mercy by telling them the secret so they would not be executed along with the other wise men of Babylon. 
That night, the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. He said, Praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of real events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. He reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in the darkness, though he is surrounded by light. Who do you hear what they say about my God, though? You hear that? Look, check his resume. Who? Check his resume. That's what you need to do before you go ask a, a, a witch or something what, what's going to happen to you. You need to check my God's resume. Do you hear me? Check his resume. I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you one more time. Praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all wisdom and power. He has all wisdom and power. He holds power in his hand. He is the author of power. Who? Listen, let me hear it. Hear me out, family. My God, the God that I serve, the true and living God, holds power. He is the creator of power. Who? Hallelujah. He is the creator of wisdom. Do you hear me? Oh, he is good. He is good. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise. Who? Hallelujah. Listen, is somebody thinking, well, if he does all of that, then why should we even have to worry about a witch? Why should we have to worry about that? Because he's giving you free will. He has given you the choice between do you want to believe the truth or a lie? He has given you a choice to want to be with him. Who wants to be with somebody who feels like they're forced to be with that person? You feel me? He gave you a choice to genuinely want him that's why that's why but he's still in control he's still in control you hear me you hear me just get with it get with it period just get with it i don't know what else to tell you he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars he reveals deep and mysterious things he reveals deep and mysterious things Things. What you going to a Tarvik car reading for? If he reveals deep and mysterious things, can nobody on the earth tell you what your future beholds but by the spirit of the living God? Somebody can lie to you on this earth. But only by the spirit of God can you hear truth. Because let me tell you something. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody can come to the Father except through Jesus. Do you hear me? Nobody can come to the Father except through Jesus. So if somebody trying to tell you something and they not even going to the Father, it's time to get up. It's time to shake the dust off your feet. Go sit in your burlap and your ashes and be in repentance to the Lord. Ask him to close the doors that no man can open and ask him to open the doors that no man can shut. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, y'all. It says, and he knows what lies hidden in darkness, though he is surrounded by light. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors, for you've given me wisdom and strength. Who? Yes, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. You have told me what we asked of you and revealed to us what the king demanded. You hear, let, me, let me read you what Daniel said again. 
I thank you. I thank I, I'm adding you, my bad. Sorry, Lord. I thank and praise you. See, it was and praise you. I was trying to say you too fast. God of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength. For you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what we asked of you and revealed to us what the king demanded. And he revealed it to his people what the king asked. Can't nobody know the truth unless God reveals the truth to you. Hallelujah. So be blessed by this truth today in the name of Jesus. Then Daniel went in to see Ariok, whom the king had ordered to execute execute the wise men of Babylon. Babylon. Daniel said to him, "Don't kill the wise men. Take me to the king. Take me to the king. <laughs> Take me to the king, and I will tell him the meaning of his dream." Ariok quickly took Daniel to the king and said, I have found one of the captives from Judah who will tell the king the meaning of his dream. The king said to Daniel, also known as something, is this true? Can you tell me what my dream was and what it means? Daniel replied, there are no wise men, enchanters, magicians, or fortune tellers who can reveal the king's secret. Y'all heard that? It says, Daniel replied, there are no wise men, enchanters, magicians, or fortune tellers who can reveal the king's secret. Can't nobody reveal the mysterious things in in the heavens but the Lord your God. Who? Hallelujah. Stop being rebellious. Stop being rebellious in the name of Jesus and know that what you are hearing is the truth. What is causing the wages of war amongst within you? What is causing that? Is that your flesh warring with your spirit? Is it? Is it your flesh warring with your spirit? Because you know you're hearing the truth. You know you're hearing it. <laughs> you know you're hearing the truth. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets. But there's a God in heaven who reveals secrets. And he has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the future. God has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the future, right? But only one of God's people his servants can reveal to you what God is saying to you do you hear me you can't get that from the world you can get a lie okay now I will tell you your dream and the visions you saw as you lay on your bed While your your majesty was your majesty was sleeping, you dreamed about coming events. He who reveals secrets has shown you what is going to happen. And it is not because I am wiser than anyone else that I know the secret of your dream, but because God wants you to understand what was in your heart. You listen, some of you are having dreams and, and you're, you're, you're taking the dream one way. But the Lord is like, no, I'm trying to show you what's in your heart. I'm trying to show you things and you keep blocking me. Open yourself up. Open yourself up and you will have truth in life. I have warned you about things. 
I have shown you things. Open yourself up so I can reveal the truth to you. In the name of Jesus. In your vision, your majesty, you saw standing before you a huge shiny statue of a man. It was a frightening sight. The head of the statue was made of fine gold. Its chest and arms were silver. Its belly and thighs were bronze. Its legs were iron and its feet were a combination of iron and baked clay. As you watched, a rock was cut from a mountain, but not by human hands. It struck the feet of iron and clay, smashing them to bits. The whole statue was crushed into small pieces of iron, clay, bronze, silver, and gold. Then the wind blew them away without a trace like chaff on a threshing floor. But the rock that knocked the statue down became a great mountain that covered covered the whole earth. Mm. That was the dream. Now we will tell the king what it means. Your majesty, you are the greatest of kings. The God of heaven has given you sovereignty, power, strength, and honor. He has made you the ruler over all that inhibited that all the inhibited world and has put even the wild animals and birds under your control. You are the head of gold. But after your kingdom comes to an end, another kingdom inferior to yours will rise to take your place. After that kingdom has fallen, yet a third kingdom represented by bronze will rise to rule the world. Following that kingdom, there will be a fourth one as strong as iron. That kingdom will smash and crush all crush all previous empires, just as iron smashes and crushes everything it strikes. The feet and toes you saw were a combination of iron and baked clay, showing that his this kingdom will be divided. Like iron mixed with clay, it will have some of the strength of iron. But while some parts of it will be as strong as iron, other parts will be as weak as clay. This mixture of iron and clay also shows that these kingdoms will try to strengthen themselves by forming alliances with each other through intermarriage. But they will not hold together as iron and clay do not mix. During the reigns of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed or conquered. It will crush all these kingdoms into nothingness and it will stand forever. That is the meaning of the rock cut from the mountain, though not by human hands, that crushed to pieces the statue of iron, bronze, clay, silver, and gold. The great God was showing the king what will happen in the future. The dream is true and his meaning is certain. And let's, let's keep on going. Then King Nebuchadnezzar threw himself down before Daniel and worshipped him. And he commanded his people to offer sacrifices and burn sweet incense before him. The king said to Daniel, truly your God is the greatest of gods, the Lord over kings, a revealer of, myster- of, of mysteries. For you have been able to reveal this secret. Mm, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You hear how he talk about my God? Because <laughs> that's the truth. You know the truth. And King Nebuchadnezzar knew the truth. Y'all all know the truth that my God is the true and living. Period. Come join us. Because if you can't beat us, join us. And you ain't going to be able to beat us. So join us. <laughs> can't beat us, join us. You know. Then the king appointed Daniel to a high position and gave him many valuable gifts. He made Daniel ruler over the whole province of Babylon. As well as chief over all his wise men. 
At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be in charge of all the affairs of the prince of Babylon. While Daniel remained in the king's court. Mm, mm. Let me tell y'all, my God is a good God. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 19. Okay. <laughs> my God is a good God. <laughs> He the true and living. He the God the grave can't hold. Who can say that? Who else can say that about their God? Who can say that they God the grave can't hold them? Only Jesus. He, that's the only one. Death can't hold my God. What you talking about? <laughs> he is so good. He is so good. Oh, Jesus. He is good, Joel. Let's go to verse 26. <laughs> Y'all, y'all sitting there thinking like, well, who else is God beat the grave? Nobody's. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody at all because it's only Jesus. Let's go to, um, it says, do not practice fortune telling or witchcraft. That's in Leviticus 19, verse 26-ish. It's verse 26-ish, you know, because it's like not right by the 26, but it's ish. It's right there. It's not quite verse 27. Um, let's go to Leviticus 20, verse 6. I will also turn against those who commit spiritual prostitution by putting their trust in mediums or in those who consult the spirits of the dead. I will cut them off from the community. So, see, listen, because let me tell you something, right? Them demons will really be behind a person. Those, those those idols, those statues, those stones that you are praying to, they are not real. They are dead. Those are demons. Those are demons. I will cut them off from the community. So set yourself apart to be holy. The Lord is saying, so set your part off, set yourself apart to be holy. For I am the Lord your God. Keep all my decrees by putting them into practice. For I'm I am the Lord who makes you holy. Mm. Anyone who dishonors father or mother must be put to death. Such a person is guilty of a capital offense. If a man commits adultery with... Because the wages of your sin is death. The wages of sin is death. But if you let Jesus come in and do good work within you, he has already died for your sins. Because he knew that within you, just you... It's impossible. It's impossible. Humanly speaking, it's impossible to make it into heaven. But let me tell you something. With God, all things is possible. <laughs> Listen, he a good God. If a man commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, both the man and the woman who have committed adultery must be put to death. If a man violates his father by having sex with one of his father's wife, both the men, the man and the woman must be put to death for they are guilty of a capital offense. If a man has sex with his daughter-in-law, both must be put to death. They have committed a perverse act and are guilty of a capital offense. If a man practice homosexuality, having sex with another man, as with a woman, both men have committed a detestable act. They must both be put to death for they are guilty of a capital offense. If a man marries both a woman and her, a woman and her mother, he has committed a wicked act. The man and 
and both women must be burnt to death to wipe out such wickedness from among you. If a man has sex with an animal, he must be put to death and the animal must be killed. If a woman presents herself to a male animal to have intercourse with it, she and the animals most, must both be put to death. You must kill both for they are guilty of a capital offense. If a man marries his sister, the daughter of either his father or his mother and oh wait, and the daughter of either his father or his wife. I said of his wife, I'm sorry, or his mother, and they have sexual relations. It is a shameful disgrace. They must be publicly cut off from the community. Since the man has violated his sister, he will be punished for his sin. If a man has sexual relations with a woman during her menstrual period, both of them must be cut off from the community. For together they have exposed their source of of wait up. For together they have exposed the source of her blood flow. Do not have sexual relations with your aunt, whether your mother's sister or your father's sister. This would dishonor a close relative. Both parties are guilty. And will be punished for their sin. If a man has sex with his uncle's wife, he has violated his uncle. Both man and woman will be punished for their sins and they will die childless. If a man marries his brother's wife, it is an act of impurity. He has violated his brother and the guilty couple will remain childless. You must keep all the decrees and regulations by putting them into practice. <clears throat> Otherwise, the land to which I am bringing you as your new home will vomit you out. Do not live according to the customs of, of the people I am driving out before you. It is because they do these shameful things that I detest them. But I have promised you, you will possess their land because I will give it to you as your possession. A land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has set you apart from all other people. You must therefore make a distinction between ceremonially clean and unclean animals. And between clean and unclean birds. You must not defile yourselves by eating any unclean animal or bird or creature that scurries along the ground I have identified them as being unclean for you you must be holy because I the Lord am holy I have set you apart from all other people to be my very own Men and women among you who act as mediums or consult the spirits of the dead must be put to death by stoning. They are guilty of a capital offense. Okay, let me tell you something, family. God's word, right? When a person rejects the word of God, it makes their hearts hard. Hallelujah. Be shrewd. If the Lord tells you to go do something, you be as shrewd as a serpent, but you be as gentle as a dove. If that person does not receive what you have said, you have stoned their heart because the word of God will cause a hardening of the heart as stone. Do you hear me? Don't go out there throwing rocks at people. We use the word of God. Ooh, you get me? You get your sis? Period. Family. If, listen, if you feel convicted by anything that was read, you go and you repent to the Lord and you turn from your wicked ways. Do you hear your sis? Do you hear your sis? Because the wages of your sin is death. And the Lord, I'm telling you, he is about to do something new if you shall perceive it. Okay.
Okay. The Lord's not playing when he says the wages of your sin is death. He's not playing about that. Okay. So, um, let's go to Deuteronomy 18 verse 9. When you enter the land, the Lord your God is giving you. Be careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. Shout out to my sister, yo. Is she listening to this? Girl, you listening to this? I got the word right. Remember I couldn't get the word right the other day? (laughs) Shout out to her. Shout out over. Sorry. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. And do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft, or cast spells, or function as mediums, or psychics, or call forth the spirits of the dead. I'm going to read that to y'all again. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, be very careful not to... In- oh. Intimidate. No, no, come on, what's the word? I just said it. I just said it. Uh, imitate, imitate, imitate. Thank you, Jesus. The detestable customs of the nations living there. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering and do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret or omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth the spirits of the dead anyone who does these things is detestable to the lord it is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the lord your god will drive them out ahead of you but you must be blameless before god before the lord your god the nations you are about to displace consult sorcerers and fortune tellers but the lord your god forbids you to do such a thing Mm. Mm -hmm. moses continued the lord your god will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your fellow israelites you must listen to him for this is what you yourself requested of the Lord your God when you assembled at, at Mount Sinai. You said, don't let us hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore or see this blazing fire for we will die. Then the Lord said to me, what they have said is right. I will rise up a, raise up a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites. I will put my words in his mouth and he will tell the people everything I command him. I will personally deal with anyone who will not listen to the messages the prophets proclaim on my behalf. But any prophet who falsely claims to speak in my name or who speaks in the name of another God must die. But you may wonder, how will we know whether or not a prophecy is from the Lord? If the prophet speaks in the Lord's name, but his predictions does not happen or come true, you will know that the Lord did not give that message. The prophet has spoken without my authority and need not be feared. Okay, family, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Period. The Lord just told you. Period. Um, let's go to Isaiah chapter eight really quick. Verse 19. Some, um, 
Someone may say to you, let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings. They will tell us what to do. But shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Shouldn't the living seek guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Look to God's instructions and teachings. People who contradict his word are completely in the dark. They will go from one place to another, weary and hungry. And because they are hungry, they will rage and curse their king and their God. They will look up to heaven and down at the earth. But wherever they look, there will be trouble and anguish and dark despair. They will be thrown out into the darkness. Family, let me tell you something. In this world, you are hungry for the truth. Everybody wants the truth and people shut down because humans have a tendency not to tell the truth. So then people shut down and they want to turn their back on God. But he is the truth. Jesus is the truth and he will lead you into all truth. And until you really feast on his bread of life and you drink his living water, you will remain hungry and thirsty. You are looking for Jesus because he is your creator and you are his creation. Do you hear me? You need him. Oh, my God. Oh, he is such a good guy, Joy. He is such a good guy. Um, let's go to, um, Let's go to Mark. All right, let's go to John 10. <clears throat> and it says, the good shepherd and his sheep. I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold fold, rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Who? Yes, the Lord. Know- well, listen, you better hope he know your name. You better hope he know your name because a lot of people be trying to throw his name around. But I'm like, you don't even know him for real because if you did, you would know that you are very detestable to him in this state that you're in. I'm not saying that he can't clean you, but... I see your fruits and they're not good. Remember, we we supposed to be grapes and people out here being raisins. Listen, I, listen, your sister can only speak the truth. But he will call you out. He'll call you out, but you got to ask him to. You got to really come to a bending knee and admit that Jesus Christ is Lord. You got to humble yourself and admit that Jesus Christ is Lord. Who The head over all. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use these illustrations didn't understand what he meant. So he explained it to them. See, before we get to that part, a lot of you are walking around with trust issues because 
you you know that that ain't the voice of the Lord. So you walking around with these trust issues and you got a chip on your shoulder because you know that people are feeding you lies. But if you come to the Lord, you know his voice and you answer to it because you were built to know the truth. The, you get what I'm saying? You know the truth. You cannot deny the truth. You feel me? I tell you the truth. Mm, see, Jesus is good. I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. Mm, yes, Lord. They will come and go freely and find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A higher hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they do not belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. Listen, listen. The higher hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. When you are consulting these mediums and these, these witches and these warlocks, they don't care about you. As soon as calamity strikes, they chucking up the deuces to you and they out. They only in it to get the coin from you. They just want your coin. Remember, the root, the money is the root to all evil. It's the root. It's the source. People are money hungry because they want a sense of power. They feel like they can accomplish things with, with money. But no. Because what is it to gain the whole world but to lose your soul? You get what I'm saying? I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Just as my father knows me, I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and they will be one flock with one shepherd. That's it. We we don't be tossed to and fro trying to get a trying to get somebody to speak. So no, you you want something spoken over your life? You get into this word of God. You get into this book of truth. That's what you do. You want somebody to speak something over you? Go speak something over yourself by one of these scriptures. That's what's going to lead to lead you to life and life more abundantly. Okay, they will listen to my voice, and there'll be one flock with one shepherd. The father loves me because I sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my father has commanded. Mm. Who he good, Joy. He good. He's so good, Joy. He is so, so good. Um... I want to take you to, let me see real quick, because I might not take y'all to Mark 13. I encourage you to read, it's Matt, you can read Matthew 25 and then read Mark 13 or just read Mark 13. Jesus speaking about the future. And you just see, 
You just read what my Lord said. Go into your secret place. If you don't got a secret place, get you a secret place. The the secret place really do be the bathroom for real. I don't know how many of y'all be, would would agree, but the secret room be the bathroom for me sometimes. Shorty got a whole office, but the bathroom be my secret rooms for some reason. Yo, I guess now it ain't a secret no more. But y'all get what I'm saying? Y'all don't know when I'm going in the bathroom, so it's still a secret. You don't know if I'm going in there to handle some business or to handle some business, you know? So whatever. So then let's go to Philippians 4 real quick. And then your sister's going to close out in prayer. We're going to pray for you. And then we're going to be up out of here. Um, Let's go to Philippians 4 verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. You've been trying to find peace in these drugs and these alcohol and the sex and all these different places. You've been trying to find peace. But if you come to God and you cast your worries onto him and instead of worrying, you pray about everything going on with you. You talk to the father about everything going on with you. And you tell him, say, just say, Lord, I need you. I need you. I've heard about you. I haven't, I haven't, heard, I haven't experienced quite what my sis said on within her beauty. I haven't quite experienced you in that, Lord. I need you to show me. Show me. Show me what you have shown her. Show me greater things. You feel me? Listen, don't just hold yourself to what the Lord has shown me. Say, Lord, show me greater things. Okay? Show me greater things. And thank you, Jesus. I thank you for your sacrifice for me. I thank you for taking my punishment so the wages of my sin no longer equal death. Now I can come to you and be clean and be um, transformed. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Thank you. Just thank him for that. And then you will experience this peace that you were looking for. Then you will experience the peace. Now, I ain't sitting here going to tell you. I ain't about to sit here and act like, okay, after all of that happened. No, the enemy, he he, he going he gonna to do the slithering serpent stuff that he does. But God will show you the peace that this scripture talks about. One thing is, it's not about to lie to you about and act like this walk is easy. Like we walking on the beach every day. No, we not. We not walking on the beach every day. But let me tell you something, right? My God is so good that even when I walk through the valley with the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I know how good he is. I know. I, it, it's just I know that my soul hungers for him. Who I know that I'm thirsty for him. I know that he is the manna that I need in my life. Who? So I be walking listen, even when I start sinking, I be like, Lord, save me. And he saves me. Who? That's how good my God is. Who? I can boast about Jesus all day, y'all, because he is so good. Oh, he is so good, y'all. He is so good. But let's get into prayer, because you're just going to pray over you. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, Lord, Oh, I just want to just thank you for this word, Father. I pray that every person that needs to hear this, hears this, Father. Every person that you have put under this ministry, Father, I pray that they hear this, Father, and they shall be set free from the demonic attacks over their life, Father. I pray by your by your life-giving power that every curse over their life will be reversed, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you handle and you deal with the wicked in the way that you see 
fit, Father. Let your child know that vengeance is yours, Lord, not theirs. Vengeance belongs to you, Father. We cancel every plot of the enemy that was set over your child's life, Father. We cancel it. It's now in void in the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray that they hear your voice. I pray that the next voice that they hear, Father, when they go into the quiet, into the secret place is yours, Lord. I pray that they come to their knees, Father, and they admit that you are Lord Jesus. Who I pray that they have Admit that you are Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I cover them, Lord. I cover them with the blood, Father, if they will receive it. I pray that you cover them in the blood. I hear you, Lord. I pray that you cover them in the blood, Jesus, if they shall receive you. Who, if they shall receive you, Father, send them the advocate, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Lord, for even thinking to set us free, Father. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, because you are a good God. God, Lord, I pray that you send your legions and angels to war on your child's behalf, Father. War against that spirit coming up against your child's mind, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray that they just sit back and think, who has told them what their identity is, Jesus? Who has told them that? And I pray that you reveal the truth to them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every hex, Lord, every hex that came up against their life, Father. Every false prophecy that was said over them, Father, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just, I just, Lord, I, I rebuke by the power you have given me every demon coming up against your child's destiny, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I send them back to the pits of hell by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you a good God and you mighty, Lord. You are the true and living God that the grave can't hold, Lord. And I just want to give you all the glory, Lord. I can boast in you all day, Lord. Hallelujah. But we only got an hour, Jesus. We only got an hour. (laughs) But I will boast about you, Lord, because you are good. I will tell the world about you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Family, will you receive it? Will you receive it? Receive it. Hallelujah. Receive it. Receive your freedom. All right, family. Yes, it's about to go. Yes, it's about to go. But let your father war on your behalf. He is passionate about you. Do you hear me? He is passionate about you. Let me tell you one thing that the Lord said to that serpent in the garden. And it's just going to let you go. The Lord has said to that serpent in the garden, he said, you will strike his head, but he shall, you know, you shall crush his heel, but he shall strike your head. Listen, the Lord has crushed Satan's head. Oh, I'm sorry. y'all. I'm hitting my desk and knocking stuff over. The Lord has already crushed Satan's head. Now is your turn. Now is your turn to tread upon scorpions and lions. <laughs> Fierce lions. Now is your turn. Hallelujah. Says the sovereign Lord. Now is your turn. 
Now it's your turn and nothing will injure you. <laughs> nothing will injure you in the name of Jesus. Okay. And let me tell you one more thing. Your identity has been hidden in Christ. Let me give you that scripture real quick. Your identity has been hidden in Christ. Okay. And don't, don't say you identify as nothing. If you haven't asked the father, who are you? You feel me? I be hearing people say I identify as this and that. And they don't even know their identity. Because if you knew who your, your identity was, you wouldn't be sitting here giving up your birthright. You just you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't. Hold on, y'all. It is, um, hold on. I can give you 1 Corinthians. Hold on. Hold on, family. Not 1 Corinthians, sorry. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm, you can you can have that one. You can have that one. That's what you is. That's what you is. So that's what the Lord says you is. Listen, I'm going to give you about um three for you to stand on. Let's go to Colossians 3, Colossians, Colossians, Colossians 3, verse 1 to 4. Since you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not earthly things, for you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him and glory. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we are God's handwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Mm. Don't let that enemy steal your birthright. Don't let that enemy steal your birthright, okay? Let me let me throw something else in there. Let me let me throw something else in there. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Okay? Listen. Listen. Take it back to the Lord. Take your scripture back to the Lord. Take the scripture back to the Lord. Okay? He says, before he formed you, he knew you. Don't, don't go so far away from God that he don't know who you are no more. Don't get, because he says, before I formed you in your mother's room, I knew you. I knew you. Don't be one of the ones that he says, depart from me from family. He knows you. Don't get too deep in this world that he don't even know you no more. One more. Genesis 1 verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. He created male and female in his image. God had a thought. He had a plan in his mind. He has purpose for you. Don't let nobody tell you what to identify as. You hear me. You hear me. And that's it. You're just dropping the mic right there. I love y'all so, so, so much. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.